Welcome to the What the Heal podcast, where we discuss what the healing journey really looks like unfiltered. What up, guys? Happy Saturday. I am one third of your hostesses with the mostesses, Brittany. Is he here? Deshante. Welcome to the What the Heal podcast, where we discuss what the healing journey really looks like unfiltered. So today we are going to be discussing becoming her. Like, what does becoming her mean to you? And how does, how do you become her? What does that journey look like? Because we have been through so much, and now I feel like I'm that bitch. <laughs> so what what does that mean to you guys? Who wants to start? I feel like becoming oh, oh, her. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. I definitely missed a big portion. Um, healing tip of the day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, okay. I did I write mine down? Okay, I know for I mine, I don't have a tip of the day, but I've been reading a book and I want to read a page out of the book for everybody. Okay, I like that because we really do need to work on our reading comprehension skills. I feel yeah. we were just talking about this earlier. Yep. I feel like I sometimes mess up when I talk all the time. I Dude, literally talk for a time. living. I stutter like a mother. Or I'm like, what's the word? What's I the word? Yes. Like too much. <laughs> yeah, we just found that we out. We found guys. that out. <laughs> just found that out. After 28 years, I say like too much. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. So um, my healing tip of the day is that it is okay to do things alone. A few weeks ago, I went to breakfast. I had like a nice fancy breakfast all by myself. I was like, I was like side eyed because last time you were saying you didn't like food. I, <laughs> I fully didn't like it. No, Yay. I fully didn't like it, but it's still okay to do it. Definitely. Yeah. I've been to the movies alone, and let me tell you, oh, that's, a vibe. A, vibe. that's yeah. a vibe. That's a vibe. I mean, nobody asking little you questions at the movies. Oh, I like, ask questions. You, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not going with her. Brittany, you can't go with her to the movies. too much. But I, I like going with snacks, you. Though. Yeah, I, I like going with you because we always bring the wine. We bring our backpacks. And like, oh, wait, never mind. We tried to bring breakfast that one time, but that... That wasn't with you. That was never mind. I clearly do this a lot. Yeah, I was like, wait, who who did bring who brought breakfast? Where? Yeah, that was when I was with Eric and Jaden. That was their first little meeting, and um, oh. yeah. But anyways, yes, I remember. I think you invited me, but I couldn't go. Probably yeah, and patience too. Yeah, uh, she was supposed to bring the breakfast, and then yes, she yes. overslept, so she <laughs> yes, texted me and was like, "Uh, actually, here is ten dollars. <laughs> I can't." Buy a snack. Yeah, I was like, ten. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't ten dollars. That's disrespectful. She paid for her movie ticket, <laughs> and was like, "Sorry." But anyways, um, yeah, that's my healing tip of the day. It's okay to do things alone. I still feel really awkward doing things by myself but mm -hmm. i'm trying to come out of my shell eating alone really isn't for me but i did feel kind of good because i was having a bad day my doctor rejected me because i was a little late as she should have but still <laughs> um yeah <laughs> tip uh my tip of the day is just start um i think a lot of people fear like branching off into new avenues because they don't know what the next step will be but if you just start i feel like the rest of it will come to you. I absolutely love that. I think Brittany, that's important. Yes. I just realized you're not recording yourself. 
I'm not recording myself? Yeah. What do you mean? Because we each are supposed to be recording each other. Like oh, ourselves. that's what you mean. Girly girl. I'm like my face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so what was I just saying? It's important because it's really hard for people to actually get the confidence to, to do it. just do it. Yeah. Once you get the ball rolling, I think that is the hardest thing. And once you do it, that's easy. Then you Smooth did it. sailing. Exactly. Like, I think for me, I started Orchid Kiss Bakery with $100. Like, I did not have shit. I was at the end of my rope. I had lost my job in uh, healthcare management because of my background. And then... <gasps> Yeah. Really? Yeah. From taking you the plea. Yeah, you cannot have a It, it refreshes so fast in healthcare, and I never dealt with this issue, and I thought that because I already had my job, mm-hmm. that I'll be fine. Like, right. I'll take this plea, and then I'll be fine, and nothing will happen to me. I lost my job because of it, and they thought that they can just give me a waiver, and I'll be fine to come back the next day. Like, oh, just, I took the work phone home, all of that. And they were like, you'll be back. I did my own research, and I'm like, I don't qualify for a waiver for a year. So you're talking about July of this year. So like, uh, yeah, I was at the end of my ropes. I had spent all of my money. And then I had asked God for vision and direction on what to do. Because at that time I was doing, um, I was working in that adult industry. And then I was like, from living in the house that I live in, like, yeah. It was too it was too much. I was living like a double life. On one end I was doing the adult stuff. On the other end, I'm like faking it, working at Jewel. I worked at Jewel for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Cause I was like, I'm not a fucking worker, and especially not a worker for this little piece of money. So then next thing you know, I just sat down, I got real with God and I was like, I need a vision, a purpose, or something. Like guide me. And then that's when Orchid Kiss popped off off of Instagram, off of me posting what I made for Thanksgiving on Instagram. And so I saw people were like, oh, like, what else do you do? What else do you do this? And then you're like, anything and everything. 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 (laughs) I make it all. I cook and bake naturally anyway. So I took my last $100 and I freaking got me some business cards from FedEx and some boxes from the container store. Screw them now because they discontinued (laughs) the big boxes I was selling for $30. But like. I, I just started and shit took off. And I remember somebody had told me, how are you going to go from being a home baker to having your own physical store? Watch that, me. I took that shit as fuel to the mm-hmm. fucking fire. There you go. And I opened Orchid Kiss Bakery in Yorktown. I don't even think two weeks after that. And even Beautiful. that, I had a freaking block from that because my car had got towed. And I was like, Lord, how am I going to do anything and like i'm trying to be right but i'm 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 slipping back right right it's hard it's hard it's hard (laughs) and then i don't know the money just came out of nowhere like i got a huge order for something and it all just worked out so i feel like if you start the steps like all of the processes will come yes the universe is working Mm -hmm. with you Mm -hmm. the universe hears you and supported you and it's what you believe you're worth like a lot of people don't believe they're worth shit so you don't don't get anything out of that or they have imposter syndrome like myself that we think that we're not good but we are Mm -hmm. or it's systemic and Mm -hmm. it's been built into you i feel like that's what it is for me because growing up i've always been you know that the black girl and Mm -hmm. 
always looked down on because of that and always been like the stupid one as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just I heard all of these people calling me these things and I started to believe it. Mm -hmm. And after high school, I want to say I was completely depleted i was like i'm literally never going to have a a happy life i'm just going to have some random weird little job and that's Mm -hmm. that's how my life is going to be i'm not going to go anywhere i'm not going to go to college and that was my mental going Mm -hmm. you know moving forward thank goodness that changed and i did go to college but yeah my whole life i was treated like i was an idiot and i was never going to go anywhere and i believed it Mm mm-hmm so let's jump into our topic now. Wait, oh. no, stop. Whoa, we forgot <laughs> someone over here. I thought here. you said you didn't have a tip. I didn't. She said, but I, I, got said a, I got a story. She I got said, a, a page from my book. Oh, okay. I was gonna, I'm sorry. Her beautiful page. I obviously am not her listening. Her skin is glowing. I'm looking at her freaking eyes. I'm like, that shit is glowing. <laughs> I'm beautiful. I know. <laughs> I can't even see my face in my recording. So maybe should I move? Brittany. <laughs> Jesus. Or should I move this way? Oh my God, Belle is calling me, guys. This is fine. Okay, this, this way. I'm I'm visual. I'm sorry, now. guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is real, real mom. Mommy, I'm working. I can't talk to you right now. Okay. If you need something, go ask Christian. He's right there. Okay. I love you. Okay. Sorry, guys. You gotta hang up on him. She needs to. She she just wants to know where I'm at and what time I'm coming home. Mm-hmm. She loves you. Mm-hmm. A little too much. Love mm-hmm. it. Girl, my five year old. Okay, so the name it's um it's a poetry book. It's called Clarity and Connection by I'm not gonna try to say it because I'm probably gonna botch it. <laughs> okay, and it goes. Sometimes the end is sudden, and you're left without closure, heartbroken and unprepared for such a sharp change. For a while, you live with a mind that is half here and half full of regret, wondering what if. For a while, your heart only feels grief and your mind only sees gray. And then life starts to call you back into its arena of possibility. It reminds you that all is not lost and that even though a chapter ended, there is still a longer story to be told. With time and intention, wounds lose their heaviness. Healing fills the tough parts of your being and you awaken the light of love within yourself. In time, you will return fully into the precious now with a heart that feels refreshed and ready to move forward. Beautiful. I love that. I feel like Mm -hmm. even though endings, you know, are hurtful, at the end of the day, it's what's best for us. You know what I mean? And it was meant to happen. Yes. Yes. Endings are new beginnings. New beautiful beginnings. Absolutely. I remember (laughs) um, learning that the death card in the tarot deck actually was not a sign that you're going to die i was so terrified i watched that movie carmen and i was like i will never get my 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 fortune told because they're gonna tell me that i'm gonna die and i don't want that so um once i learned that i was like oh this is actually a really great card to have if you're really going through it because it means Hey, this is you're you're at the bottom now, mm-hmm. but he, the best part is this is the rebirth. Right, mm-hmm. you're going to grow. All right, so now <laughs> we can jump into our topic of becoming her. What does that mean? What does that mean? I feel like for me, it means it means a lot. Like the first thing that started changing me was me becoming self aware. 
Mm-hmm. Um, a big thing was I started journaling. So I started journaling my day. How did things make me feel? How did people make me feel? How did situations make me feel? And at the end of the day, I would look at it and be like, if this situation, this person, whatever it is, is not serving me, why am I still allowing them in my energy? Why am I still allowing them to disturb my peace? So for me, was the first thing for sure was self-awareness. And then after that, once I started becoming self-aware, I started becoming self-aware of my inner thoughts, mm-hmm. my inner critic, that voice that literally tells you, you can't do this, you can't do that, you know? And then I learned that that's not my voice. That is the voice of the people who I've heard this tell me throughout my life. The haters. Exactly. Like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You will never be anything. And it's like any time when I started getting those thoughts at the beginning, I would literally, I I called the voice in my head of Patricia. And I was like, (laughs) Patricia, I was like, thank you for that information. I'm like, but it's not needed. And I literally go like this and like I flick it. I'm like, let it go. Get it out. Get it out of my head. Take it out. Thank you for letting me think about this. But I I don't want to waste any more energy on it. So let's move on, Patricia. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Go to hell, Patricia. Thank you. Right, right. Love, love, love that. Deshante. Mm, For me, my thing, my biggest thing that I focus on now is peace. So no peace it's a no for me. Like everything that I do revolves around peace. I just do things that just make me feel good. Like even if it's going to get my eyebrows done or going to get my hair done every Friday or hanging out with my daughter and just being free or doing things with my son that just makes sense. Like, I don't know. My, my biggest thing that I focus on is peace. And to me having a a checklist, like Mm -hmm. that's a, like how you have to have a routine and get more discipline. For me, it's checklist. And every day I have to write out what I need to do and try to check off those things. And when those things don't happen, I do move them to the next day. But I'm trying to make myself more aware of completing every task yeah. every day. Because now with like having like multiple businesses, mm-hmm. you have to stay up top of multiple businesses and mm-hmm. do all those things every single day in order. Yes. And then taking care of me was a big thing. Like leaving that marriage and then having to start over on myself. Now I take care of me. Like it's important for me to look good, to feel good, to smell good, to like vibrate at such a high energy. I, I I look at that every day. Like what am I doing to add to that? Yes. Beautiful. And I journal and now I'm reading think and grow rich. And I feel like that is going to take me. I love that book to the next level. Cause I'm like, I'll stop if it's getting good and juicy and like it's something mm-hmm. where you have to do a practice or exercise. I'll stop so that I'm really focusing and honing mm-hmm. in. Like to me, I see 8.695 million when I look at my bank account. I don't see what's in there currently. And and from I started this money challenge with my other friend and from doing those affirmations and believing even this week, we started this three days ago. I got like an extra two hundred dollars in my bank account i don't know what it came from i can't trace it to nothing there's no source to it no nothing so it's it's working and it's channeling i am that i am abundant i am wealthy i am high class everything i do is luxury everything is tied to luxury like to me even like going to luxury hotels or like doing things it it creates that atmosphere for her to thrive yes like I, I talk to myself, I am that 175, 190 pound woman that I see myself as. And every day, you see I'm over here with this 
just your banana, banana and water. My banana and water. <laughs> so it helps me to stay disciplined and focused. Like, what would she eat every day? What would she do every day? Is she stopping and eating this? Like, is it fueling my body? Yeah. Is it fueling feel? my body? Is it making me feel good? Mm-hmm. Or am I sleepy and I'm tired after? Now I can't work out. Damn it. And that I love, ain't her. I love that language that you're using. Like, what would she do? Mm-hmm. How would she act? Mm-hmm. I feel that is super important for you to, you know, kind of get out of those those habits mm-hmm. that make you think, oh, you know, I can just sit around and do nothing. But it's just like, no, what would she, she do? do? She wouldn't be sitting mm-hmm. around doing nothing. She would be doing her moves. yoga. Yep. She would be doing her journaling. Mm-hmm. She would be out doing networking whatever yes. it is waking and up at 5 a.m and going to the gym yeah yeah <laughs> i actually don't have that discipline and i really really love that so i thank you for saying that i <laughs> think i'm gonna try and contribute contribute i think i'm gonna try and uh what, what's the word i'm searching for Try and incorporate uh, or that. incorporate. I almost said integrate. Yes, <laughs> same thing. Incorporate that into my daily yeah. routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, becoming her is all about confidence. Mm-hmm. So like I was saying before, when I was feeling uh, the systemic pressure and just not comfortable in my own skin and all of that, um, for me, her, she is confident mm-hmm. and she is healthy up here in the brain. Mm-hmm. So I go to therapy mm-hmm. and I'm working on talking to myself better and just being the most confident version of myself, whatever that looks like. Self-care. Um, I want to journal, but I'm unfortunately that is not the person that I am. <laughs> um, but positive affirmations, I definitely do. And yeah, just talking, talking well, talking well, talking positively to myself and mm-hmm taking care of myself I feel that is number one and when I say taking care of myself I mean after I get out of the shower I'm making sure I'm like lathering my whole body and I'm doing my skincare routine and like I'm black so my hair is you know kind of difficult sometimes so I'm making sure after the wash day I'm like oh actually every day I get it wet I like comb Mm -hmm. it out do my like leave-in treatment or whatever keratin thing that I'm doing to my hair at this moment because before I was just like I really don't care I'm just gonna shave it off but I love myself Mm -hmm. I deserve to care about my body and I deserve all of those things and before I was just kind of going with the flow but now Mm -hmm. I'm like I really have to take care of me and do the things that make me feel good Mm -hmm. so that is how I feel like I am becoming her and everything I do I think too now is with intent yes like what's the intent behind it what's what's the promise what's the end game what's the goal behind it like I don't want to just do something just to do it anymore Mm -hmm. I feel like before like if you don't decide your day somebody else will exactly so everything I do is intentional like my businesses are my main focus what I'm doing for the day is my main focus and wealth achieving wealth and abundance is my main focus and I speak that out and and it's not a secret Mm -hmm. and I think people that it offends or it bothers it's because you don't believe in yourself that you'll attain that and that's not my problem yes and I'm done making that my problem like before I, I was trying to figure out like why wouldn't somebody else want to live in abundance like if you believe in God and he's the God of abundance why is it so bad that you want nice luxury things 
Right. It, it, it has nothing to do with like material things. It's, it's the freedom attached to money. Yes. You don't only want to put your money into material things. It's investments. It's it's being able to move how you want to move. When I reached, like, I feel like I continue to climb to different financial peaks. And when I do so and level on to next level things it's like it's the freedom of being able to do things it's the freedom of being able to have all your bills on auto pay and not be scared like oh that might push that in the red that might oh it ain't time for that can I call and get a payment plan to be able to wake up every day and be like oh okay well oh that came out that's cute yeah and it's nice to have a uh it's nice to be financially secure Mm -hmm. and that's just one less thing that you need to worry about Mm -hmm. you can worry about regular things Mm -hmm. instead of like oh Am I going to be able to pay my rent? Can I stress yourself out? Yeah. Money is a tool. And if people looked at it like that, their their notation on it would be different. Money is a tool like anything. Like a gun isn't bad just because it's a gun. Who's behind it is what makes it good or bad. Some people just shoot for fun. Some people shoot to kill. That makes it bad, the intent behind it. So for me, like I, I tried to tell my daughter, like she's only six. And I tried to tell her the other day she got her a little henna tattoo Mm -hmm. and she thought that was the best Mm -hmm. thing in the world. And I tried to tell her like, hey, you pay for that. And then money is energy. When you put it out, it'll come back to you. Mm -hmm. Like being intentional with even how I choose to teach my children how to maneuver with money. Like, yes. How do you teach your children to be her? You both have daughters. Mm -hmm. Affirmations is key. I think before I was real filled with a lot of dark humor mm-hmm. and I feel like I used to play with that with my daughter cause she was my firstborn. But then I realized like it's intentional because you hear those words of what your parents say to you mm-hmm. long when they're gone. Damn. I didn't want to get all emotional. On that <laughs> I guess it's my baby, but like you, you hear those things when your parents are gone. Cause I still hear things that my mother would say to me and I want my daughter to have a beautiful echoing voice. So like, Every day Mm -hmm. I tell her she's beautiful. I think she's stunning. She has beautiful long hair. I wish I had. She has beautiful eyebrows. I wish I had. So I I try to teach her that her character, like, 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 my daughter is spoiled and she walks like a boss already at I love that. (laughs) And and I want her to continue to grow in that. I don't ever want her to dim her light to make somebody else comfortable. No, you are a boss. You Mm -hmm. are a queen. You're allowed to take up that, that space. You take up that space because... If it offends somebody, it's only going to offend somebody where that shit is dimmed in them. So yes. I, I teach my children to walk around like they're the best thing that ever happened to this earth because you are. You believe that you are. You'll, you'll walk as you are and you'll grow into that. Like, Period. Like that's like my daughter. That's a serial entrepreneur. You've been saying like, like a lot. <laughs> like, goddamn. <laughs> For me, One of these days, <laughs> I will work on that. <laughs> For me, the biggest thing with my kids um that I feel that I didn't have when I was younger is that emotional support, having like an emotionally secure parent. I don't remember my mom ever hugging me, my dad ever hugging me, telling me that they love me. And to me, I want my children to know that I honestly love them like with my whole being. And like that's the biggest thing. And then also showing them like through me, like whatever I tell them that I want them doing, I'm doing it. I'm setting that example for them. You know, my parents, they worked very, very hard. And like that's one of the good things that I got from them. So my daughter, like they've seen me literally have nothing 
and literally build everything that we had from the ground up and they didn't see me give up they see me like they saw me kept like that i kept going yes there was times that they saw me crying but like i would tell them this is why i'm crying you know like it has nothing to do with you it's just mm -hmm. what i'm going through what i'm feeling and i need to process my emotions you know and i feel like by showing them to be compassion is like the biggest thing that you can do for your kids because mm -hmm. i feel like that's what can go like the longest 100 i don't have kids so i really can't speak on this <laughs> but i feel that if i were to have kids i would want to just be the parent that i feel like i needed as a kid because the way that I grew up, um, both of my parents were in the military, so it was very structured, and my dad was, like, he would yell. That was his thing, you know? Mm -hmm. He was a loud guy, and he, you know, since he was in the military, he's just aggressive naturally. Right. And that's just kind of how he talks, how he comes off. He is a he has a strong, bold voice. That's probably why I'm in radio. <laughs> I got it from him. Um, and for me as a kid, it scared me when he right. would always scream and yell at me. And I don't want my kids to be afraid of me. So I feel like if I were to have a daughter or even a son, whatever, um, or whatever they choose to be, <laughs> um, I want them to become her or him, them, whatever, just to feel loved and feel that they can, you know, grow up in a space where it's okay to disagree. It's okay right. to right. have other opinions and you have a voice too. It isn't what I say goes. It is let me let me hear what you have to say on this right. because or let's compromise. Yeah, you know? because yeah. I don't know everything and right. I don't want to make you think that I know everything just because I'm the parent, just because I'm the adult, because I don't. Right. And that I feel is most important that I would want to teach my kids mm -hmm. if, you know, if I decide that I want them one day. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise I feel like society pushes you to be something that you're not. Like I don't want my kids to conform to mm -hmm. society really like okay k through 12 i can do but college isn't meant for everybody right getting a regular nine to five isn't meant for everybody doing like i honestly just... don't even feel like school is worth it anymore at this point because do you like do you guys remember anything that you guys learned in school that you guys are still using right now no. because what the fuck like they don't show us like, life 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 hacks life stuff that we're going to be doing they don't tell they don't us about taxes to, they don't check right book. none of that stuff and that's the most important because when you leave the world that's what you need to know not how many cups are in a court like who who you can google who that fuck? <laughs> you can google that real quick and figure it out right. yeah. like, i like, don't uh, do the pythagorean theorem ever, ever. <laughs> calculus is not a thing in my yeah, life yeah i don't need right. i don't do math i know how to do basic math and i feel like that's really all i need mm -hmm. and like when have you needed to know the world war date like when when did that ever come i mean handy? i Never. do feel like history <laughs> is incredibly important it is for sure started from came from but, yeah but but what, then the like, history why that do they need teaching? to quiz you on the dates and stuff like just give me the facts tell me this don't be like you need to know the exact date the exact location the exact everything because no i don't no. i can google it standardized <laughs> test i don't agree with i don't agree uh. with either and there's definitely a bias a a huge bias you know demographically racially all of the yeah. things so and by the way guys if you guys don't know this and you guys have kids 
you guys can opt out of homework for your kids. If your kids are coming home with a lot of homework and they're stressed out about it, you can literally email the school and tell them, my kid will not be doing homework because homework, it's not like a mandatory thing. Really? Yes. So if your kids are struggling with homework, like if they come home, like there's some kids that come home and will be sitting there for two hours trying to figure out this homework, you know, because some kids have it, some kids don't, and that's totally fine. But like if you see your your kid coming home after school, sitting for two hours and struggling, hell no, you're not going to do this. Like why? You already were in school for seven hours. That's more than enough time for your brain to be working. You know what I mean? Like I feel like they're just overstressing kids out at this point. And but I just learned that, so I just wanted to share that. I think that's crazy, and I also feel like it depends on the situation because – I think it's helpful to go over the things that you learn. I honestly don't think homework is, is needed until junior high. Like, oh, yeah. like oh, what is their first second? I forget second? that you're talking. Wait, you're talking kids. about Belle bringing home Sabrina. Homework? Oh, so Belle how- and Sabrina. Sabrina's in. Well, she's not in junior high yet, but she's about to be. But like, she literally she's in like fifth. But grade? like since third, since second, third grade, like they would send her packets home for homework, and I'll be like, what? Like why? Like you being in school for all seven hours, hours what are you doing in all that is more than long enough you know like it's, think about uh, being an adult you don't want right. to sit and learn or structure yourself to learn something for that long and kids but like honestly like why do you week. need homework like it just stresses me out <laughs> like you told me this we already did this in school i already completed all these sections and you're still sending me home with more bffr <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i get it though so i understand the homework I, I feel it. like um, if they have an, an excess amount of homework, like what kind of homework is Sabrina bringing home? She's in fifth grade. Um, <laughs> she has to, they give her like packets and it's basically like reading like 12 pages. And then they give her like 30 questions from those 12 pages that she needs to figure out. And some oh. of them are like easy because they're there, but then some of them are not there and she needs to use her brain to figure it out. And her <laughs> brain doesn't work properly sometimes. <laughs> And then she just sits there. And then the thing is, like, I feel like it's my fault, too, because then sometimes I just give her the answers. You know what I mean? But then she's like, OK, she just waits for me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to give you the answers. And I'm like, take it to your teacher and tell her that she didn't do a good job. Explain it to you. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, she should, she though. But yeah. She should, though. She and could then, be like, in charge I of her even, education. Like, I emailed her teacher and her teacher was like, if she's having trouble doing it, then she doesn't have to complete it. Just she can do whatever she can do by herself. And I was like, wow. oh, OK, cool. And then I told Sabrina that. But Sabrina of course, still stresses out about it. She's like, I can't. How am I going to show up with school without my homework? Like, she stresses out about it. Even though I'm telling her, I talked to your teacher, it's okay. She does not believe me. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, that's actually kind of cute, though. (laughs) Okay, I have a question for you guys. Yes. With Becoming Her, what kind of shadow work have you guys done on yourselves or what kind of things have you guys found out about yourselves from the shadow work that you did? So I would say, and for the people that don't know what shadow work is, can you please explain that? Um, Shadow work is working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress and hide from yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say I can give you guys an example. Um, When you were little, you were loud, right? So your parents always told you, stop being loud, like, be quiet, la, 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 la. As an adult, you grow up overthinking every conversation that you have because you're like, did I say too much? Was I being too loud? Did I not say enough? You know, and then let's say you go to work and you have to do a presentation and your boss is like, oh, just be sure that you don't put too many words in the presentation. And that triggers you and you're mad because inside you feel like they're telling you you talk too much. But in reality, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with the presentation. 
it goes back to that little voice in your head, mm-hmm. you know, that you have to listen to it and be like, why does this trigger me? Oh, because when I was little, my parents told me this. And then it goes hand in hand shadow work with like reparenting yourself, mm-hmm. telling mm-hmm. that little girl, I'm sorry you're going. I'm sorry that you went through this. I hear you. I see you. Your feelings are valid. And basically relieving that, but like also like clearing it and letting it go because now you understand it and you know where that voice in your head is stemming from. Okay. Yes. Thank you for that You're beautiful welcome. definition. Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah. I would say I work on that in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go, well, right now I was doing hypno, but right now we're doing brain spotting. And I don't like it as much as I like the hypno, but I I'm, told me. yeah, like I, uh, I'm, I'm giving it a try. So um, we do go back to the things that I would do in my childhood because I would talk to her about just some of the behaviors that I would do. And I would just be like, I don't know why I do this. It's super, super annoying. Why am I like this? And once we would go back and talk about it, then I'm like, oh, I do that because my parents did this. Or I do that because I was conditioned by my dad because he was screaming at me or whatever the thing is. And it's so helpful for me to do that because when I'm communicating with my boyfriend, for example, he triggers me sometimes without, you know, realizing it because, you know, he's he's just living his best life. Right. (laughs) And I have to remember that when um, I'm triggered, I have to tell myself in that moment. And my my worst thing is I don't do it in the moment. I do it afterwards. After, once you like think yeah, about once it I, more. Yeah, once I calm like, down oh, and shit. I'm like, I shouldn't have done right. that. Um, but that's awareness though. Like you're aware that that was not okay. Mm-hmm. And even though you're still speaking about it now, that's like a step because you're teaching your body, you know, to do it the right way. Yeah. Even though it took you a little longer, next time it's going to take you less and less and less. Exactly. And mm-hmm. also apologizing to him when Mm -hmm. I do that because we can't um, just continue to move forward if we're just dancing around the problem or just ignoring, sweeping it under the rug. I don't want to do that in this relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to take accountability for the things that I do because I know I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not out here doing my guy dirty, but I'm also, you know, have to watch how I act as well because some of my, my triggers do come up and mm-hmm. I need to take accountability for the way that I respond to how he's triggering me. So right. that is how I'm doing my shadow work. I'm, I'm hoping that. that I'm doing a good job because the self-awareness part I wasn't having before. I was just having my attitude. But mm-hmm. now I have an attitude, but I know why I'm having the attitude. Right. And once I calm down, I can be like, hey, babe, I'm really sorry I did that. Right. I was feeling this way and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he's usually like, thank you for explaining that to me mm-hmm. and moving forward. Now I know how to address to you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I enjoy being with him because I never had someone who Listen. listens to me and, and says like, thank you for apologizing moving forward. You don't have anything to apologize for, but thank you for letting me, you know, know that this is a trigger for you mm-hmm. and moving forward. I'm going to see how I can adjust to or that. Or we say it another way that, so yes, that it doesn't trigger exactly. you. And He's I really love that about because that. that's exactly how me and Christian are. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always the one that's triggered, but like I, I feel like I get, you know, stimulated, overstimulated so much that he might do something that, it's stupid. Like, it's the dumbest thing ever, but Always. I, like, I flip. And then, mm-hmm. like, I'm a bitch for, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, an hour, because he's triggering me. And then I calm down, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, 
I'm sorry, babe. I'm like, I'm sorry I was being a bitch. He's like, it's okay. He's like, come here, come here, you know? And I'm like, how do you love me? <laughs> I was like, I would have kicked myself out already. <laughs> That's how I feel all of the time. I'm I like, how, how do you it. deal with how me? Like, you are too you calm. my dirty draw. Like, <laughs> I don't know. For me, I think my biggest thing is my sexuality. And I had to tap into that, like, with my therapist and realize that's, like, a that drives a lot of my every day-to-day. And, like, going back with her and talking to that little girl that was raped and the little girl that was molested and sorting through why it was attracting sort certain men and doing different things, how I was doing them. And then a big, like, another big thing for me is, like, not being comfortable being myself like a lot of me was like suppressed because I feel mm -hmm. like I didn't fit into society from the moment I was freaking born like I, I've been like just me just different just bold just I don't give a fuck just I say it how it is like I don't really care so a lot of that was suppressed when I got with my son's dad mm -hmm. and I had to go back and like find her but now I want her that's whole and complete and well done I don't want like the her like I was I feel like before I met him I was becoming her mm -hmm. and then she got knocked off because here's a narcissist and a gaslighter and a abuser and a this he made you rethink your whole self he made like, me rethink who like I was wait. and then when I got detached from it and then when I started working through it in therapy no I've always been this I'm sensual I'm fun I'm loving I'm loud I'm caring I'm bold I'm whatever I don't fit a mold so like now I don't deal with disrespect from any ang angle and you can't tell me who I am because I know who she is. I know I've done the work. Like a lot of the reason why like not to talk shit. Like I love my godparents to death, but they don't in, in my world, they don't understand who I am and they try to yeah. cover that with religion a lot. Mm -hmm. I am not religious by a drop of a fucking hat. I am spiritual as hell and I, I feel like with me, I have a lot of healing energy through sexual energy. Mm -hmm. And so once I realized that sex was energy, I, I, I feel like I got more in tune with myself and the people. And I started to evaluate the people I was having energy exchanges with. Yes. And then it made more sense to me. Then now I'm more blocked off. Now it's like, what energy are you bringing to this table? Which is like the bed, the platform, however you want to call it. Like what energy are you bring to that? Because I'd have sex with somebody. And I could just feel so motivated to go be the best version of her afterwards. And that's okay for me. A lot of people do their healing journey and they cut off sex completely. That's cool for you, but that does not work for me. For me, it's sorting out who's bringing good energy into me and, and leaving the rest behind. Like, I cut a lot of dudes off because I was having sex hangovers. I'm like, I feel sad. I feel depressed. Like, you're not building me up your shit is breaking me down like I don't need this and so I made changes accordingly but in this phase of my life I'm comfortable with all parts of me you can't come in and tell me I can't do pictures like there, like me bridging off into the adult industry there's a part of me that truly loves that like and it's okay. I, I and loved I, what I did. Yeah. I'm proud of my shit. It was cute. Mm -hmm. yeah. like <laughs> Nobody should make you feel bad feel. for being a sexual human mm -hmm. being. We are all sexual beings. Mm -hmm. That's how we literally that, are here, here today. And, and that's the part that I think I'm here for to change, like, the sex industry and, like, kind of get people more aware and 
like more in tune with their damn bodies. A lot of people don't even fucking orgasm when they have sex because they don't know. Like your orgasm is your responsibility. If you have to be in tune with yourself to be able to share these things with somebody else, like, and and a lot of it is mental. It's not even physical Mm -hmm. because I'll tell you right now from doing porn, porn is fake as fuck. It's all stay for sure. It's all set up. It's all like, it's a, the whole orchestra of right, events right. it's not real right and yeah. a lot of people look to that and think that that's what your experience is gonna be you saw how many cuts take stops how many water breaks hold on wait a second right. nope you're on my motherfucking <laughs> hair get off like you didn't see none of that you didn't see none of that none of the conversations that happen that go into it no put your hand right there like if people saw all that you would not watch it that's why i don't really get off to porn unless i know it's real amateur mm-hmm. porn but I don't know. I'm just more in tune with me and nobody can take me off that square. Like you can't like one day I might want to post a guy quote. might want to post a nude the next day. You never know. (laughs) Keeping up with me will have you out of breath. You won't know. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just authentically me. I believe in God. I believe in manifesting. I believe in speaking into existence, the things that you want. And I don't know. I, I even spoke porn into my life. It came from a time that I was in a sexless, miserable ass marriage. And that shit manifested. Do you next think year. that you have set um, boundaries with your, what did you say that they threw um, like the church at you? Oh yeah. Like, have you set boundaries with them? Because that's another thing to. that goes in hand with shadow work, um, setting boundaries with people and just knowing that the boundaries are not for them. Yeah, for, for you. Me. And if they fuck up that boundary, you don't make a new one. You just take them out of your life because that means that, you know, they don't value your friendship. They don't value you as a human if they cannot do the See things me. that you want. You know what I mean? It's not even the things you want. It's like, you know how you want to be treated. So if you cannot treat me that way, then I don't want you because I only want people who treat me good because mm-hmm. that's how I'm treating people. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah, I had to set clear cut boundaries. So like. If, if I feel like my peace is interrupted or I'm not able to be free and be myself, I'll leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm at a transitional point in my life where it's time for me to like move out of that house. Okay. Because I'm no, I don't feel free enough to be myself in mm-hmm. that house. Mm-hmm. Like I might want to do a shoot. That's not detrimental to me. To me, that's freeing. Even with that, that's energy and all of that. Like mm-hmm. I have, I'll have like a a good spiritual connection with a producer or or somebody I choose to work with. So for me, I might want to do one. I might not. Exotica is coming up. I I just did all this fucking work over the summer. You don't think I want to go promote that and be free in my spirit to be able to do that? Because what the fuck did I do it for? So they can't see that. Or now I want to branch off into infused desserts. That's, part of me that's a lucrative as part of my business I want to do that I shouldn't be frowned upon or feel like I'm gonna get a bible thrown at me or worship music blasted in my ear to be that so it's it's a transitional period for me like they they don't really know what I do anymore I kind of like things if they figure out things it just like slips or mm-hmm. it'll be like the day of when you can't put negative energy onto it because even like before I felt like I would not have stopped my journey in the adult industry, if it wasn't for like my God, dad kind of like taking me off to the side and have a conversation and being like, Oh, you're hurting yourself. Oh, you're, this is so detrimental. Oh, God's not pleased. Oh, the devil does. It's, it's, it wasn't that you don't know how many times I talked to God on my way to a shoot or 
mm-hmm. or ask God for discernment. Should I work with this person or whatever? To me, even in porn, that's the safest industry in the world because you have to get talent tested every freaking time. You have to have papers to show up to a shoot. So, and then too, I'm I'm more into freaking like lingerie and nude modeling than I am to actual physical porn. I never did vaginal or anal porn. I have one. It was more stills than <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that before. Like that shit ever surfaced, but yeah, it was like, like, wait a minute. It was it was stills more so than it was actual fucking porn. It was like just like the stills when you see the dick go in, but it's not really it should happen. <laughs> it was that but you know you're you're self-aware because you know that you living there is not serving you no. anymore and you know that if you want to branch off and you want to do I the things that you greater. want to do you know that that's the next step that you have to make yeah and i and i feel bad because it, sometimes i feel like there's a unspoken tension that lives there and i don't want it to be that mm-hmm. because i am diff- like i just carry myself different and like i don't if you guys ever listen to this, I don't want it to come across as talking shit. But for me, I'm I'm greater. I don't consider myself mediocre. And when I look mm-hmm. at that picture as a whole, there's no great achievements there for me to pull from. Yeah. So and and it's not just like that with just them. It's across the board. I'm analyzing everything. I want to be around people to where I can elevate. I can grow. Are we mm-hmm. like I want to do business with my circle. Like to me, mm-hmm. I consider this like business, like mm-hmm. somebody else I'm involved in doing something with. That's business. Like we could grow branches together. I don't want to help just, each other. Right. I don't want to be mediocre. I haven't I'm not made to be mediocre. So to me, um, I like the way I attribute it is when I got that fucking job at Jewel, it was so much, oh, that's great. That's a union job. That's this, it's that, blah, blah, blah. What the fuck? But when I start branching off and doing something like my bakery business or something like that, it was, oh, well, you know, there's tough days in business and blah, blah, blah. We all know that. I feel it's just because people are more conditioned to work and not conditioned to own. And that is exactly why or what, you know, was instilled in us Mm -hmm. in school. I feel like that's what it was. Whoever invented the however school is structured now, that was their goal because he wanted workers. He didn't want other businesses to compete with. He didn't want to share the pot. He wanted good worker Workers. bees to stay in line. And we don't want that. Not everybody wants that. We're, all three of us, we're not we're made workers. for that. Definitely not. No. And I'll say this. I made more branched off by myself working for myself than I did ever working for anybody's fucking company. There you go. So it's it's what you believe you're worth. Every like to me, even how I look at it when it comes to my bakery sales in the mall, I, I have a set goal for myself that to get that like I've scaled that business in my mind to six figures so I have a set goal every day of what I want to achieve that doesn't necessarily mean what I'm pulling from the mall because I do side orders too right Uh, collectively as a whole from everything that I'm pulling in I want to see a certain number every day and when I believe that I'm worth that I I see that all the time like because I remember like my employee she was like oh like I'm, I'm nervous like I don't want you to have to pay me more than you're earning for yourself. No, I already chopped this up. I already know how this goes. Right. I called, wouldn't have hired you if it's called scaling. It's <laughs> yes. going gonna, gonna to increase. Having you is going to increase. Getting a virtual assistant. It's investments. Like 
you have to invest your money. When you when you get it, you can't just take it and dick it off. You have to take your money and invest it somewhere else. Okay, well, this makes sense for me to have a virtual assistant now. Right. This makes sense for me to branch off and do this now. I, I won't be at the mall too much longer. I'll have my own standalone brick and mortar. Like, that's how I carry myself. That's the type of boss I see myself as. And it's like, your environment has to match that. I want to be around bosses. I don't want to be around people that are common workers. You can't help me. You can't teach me anything. And and that's where I'm at. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room anymore. And a lot of the friction that I feel like is in my living spaces that that's so foreign to them mm-hmm. and they can't grasp that. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like my dad, he did. He had a successful steel business. But for me, I want more success than that. So I need to be aligned with a millionaire, multimillionaire mentor. I right. can't get a regular mentor anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I got one that even helped me like do open my bakery business and guided me on different stuff to do that. But now I need somebody who could guide me to the next level. Right. Right. So it's it's just a transitional period for me. It's, it's still all love. It's still all of that. They'll still be my big mansion in Barrington. Like, <laughs> but it's just time for me to just. Yeah, and that's okay that you have, you know, gotten to that point. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you are talking shit. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that you don't love them. Mm -hmm. You absolutely love them Mm -hmm. and you want them around. It's just you, your energy is different now. Mm -hmm. You're at a different, you're vibrating at a different frequency. Mm -hmm. So you got to do what's best for you. I also feel like the more and more, like, I grow, the less shit I take take from people, like, like one thing that they do and I'm like, bye. Like, no, I don't need that anymore. Like I've already gone through this lesson a million times in my life and I know how this ends up and I'm not going to not like, doing it. I'm exactly. done. And then I exit because because you're not going to. Right. You can't. I'm in a phase in my life where you cannot tell me who I am. So mm-hmm. you cannot tell me who I am. You cannot tell me what to do. So even like when it comes to men, like I had a guy this week, he told me he was like, oh, so you you want a man to be strong enough to deal with the fact that other men can pay to see you and I was like sir like you don't even know what they're paying to see if you ask me I maybe I would tell you maybe I wouldn't because now you don't cross the line with me but the man that's for me understands all of it and understands the business aspect of it because at the end of the day I'm a businesswoman it it has to make dollars to make sense (laughs) even with that like I was willing to step away and do things on my own like Mm -hmm. To me, I made more money off of freaking Snapchats selling pics than in porn. Heat pics. <laughs> Girl. I'm ass. telling you, we can Nap. do it, guys. Brittany I'm telling you. Nap. To I, get an OF and do serious heat pics. But to me, Snapchat, I got a bone to pick with y'all because y'all took me off three times. And like, I because you money. don't listen to their guidelines and restrictions. Fuck you guidelines. <laughs> But yeah, like even something like that, like even taking feet pics, it's like expanding off the things that you already do. Like some people really like fucking feet. They really do. They do. Make a killing off of selling your feet. Go on feet. Or your underwear. I know somebody who did that and she said it was gross. Like they, the guys wanted. They smell you from all day. Yeah. They wanted you to wear it more than five days. They wanted weeks. They want to smell it. My friend was like, I can't. pay for you to have sex in those underwear. My friend was like, I can't do this because this man wants me to wear this underwear for three weeks. I can't wear 
bare underwear for three weeks. <laughs> like, and I was like, your own infection. <laughs> yeah, you you will do. And I was like, I thought about that. I was like, that sounds cool. Three I saw weeks, it on too much. Orange is the new that black. Is too but when she was telling me like, oh, these guys want like stinky, oh, funky, working out black. three weeks. And I was like, I will not oh, wear my underwear. Yes, I would get. Yes. I will not wear but my underwear I don't wear long. panties. So like, I'd be like, you want, you want the pants? I like you want some pants. It's going to cost you a little extra. Okay, I'm going to need some more for these because these aren't cheap. Like, you want them rusts? You're going to have to two for one. <laughs> but yeah, they be into weird things. There's a niche for everybody to get into. So to me, you have to be concrete in knowing who you are and what you are. Like, because I think a lot of people had a huge, like, it was a big jump for them when they saw me go from, like, adult to, to bakery, bakery. <laughs> like it was literally like overnight and everybody's like so where the mash shots go <laughs> and i'm like they're still there somewhere like i had to come to terms with that like that was a boundary like they thought like i would find this bakery and then i would forget who i really am that's a part of me and that lives in me so i'm more like aware of that and i just I, her is complete and she's whole and she's everything she's not just a bakery business she's not just a product seller she's not just an adult industry worker she's everything and I'm comfortable with all parts of her yes I love that Mm -hmm. you as you should be Mm -hmm. as we all should be uplifting women Mm -hmm. power to the girl I try to be always uplifting to everybody Mm -hmm. and I also feel like I attract a lot of people who just like trauma dump on me and sometimes it's like hard to be like uh i don't have time for this right now (laughs) like and then it's hard because you don't want to be rude 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 because you know like to me like i i honestly feel like i was i was meant to come to the like to this earth for me to heal people Mm -hmm. i feel like throughout my whole life i attract people who are broken and i like help them heal and then i see them go off into the world Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like and it sucks, but, like, I feel like that is what my aura, that's when my energy, that's what I'm meant to do. That's also why I went into, um, and I got my Reiki attunement, because I feel like that healing with, like, you know, energy, I feel like that goes hand in hand. And I feel like I was meant to heal people. Like, I just feel like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I feel like I'm going to do things to heal people in this world. Whatever that is, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love that. And um, I would really like another Reiki session. Yes, please. girl, let me and know. And thanks, because it was really, uh, what's the word, relaxing? Yes. And I felt really good afterwards. I think it's important to integrate like holistic practices mm-hmm. with your regular like western practices i want to do a sound bath that's been heavy on my heart so bad there is this place okay in the city that i found that does the sound baths like inside Mm -hmm. and it's only like 30 dollars for the class i'm gonna send you guys a link i think we should do it like i feel like and, and they give you like a pillow and a blanket and like you're in a room and like they shut the the windows and stuff and they put like light and aroma i saw it on on tiktok and i was like oh my god like i need to do this so we should definitely set a date for that i think that i feel like i love i love sound healing yeah Mm -hmm. i think that sounds amazing i I feel we would really all benefit from it Mm -hmm. and if we're together i know that'd be cute 
mm-hmm. and then we can put it on TikTok. Yes, <laughs> I need to our grow my adventures. following on TikTok. <laughs> our little adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I have a TikTok, but I don't go you know, like four hundred. Brittany just goes on there followers. to read my thirty messages that I send her. <laughs> you literally, I feel like I send you on millions on Instagram, uh, yeah. and then you send <laughs> me like two. <laughs> And I feel that I'm annoying you, but then you're I'm like, not, no, no, she likes this. I love and them. same with you, Deshante. I'm like, maybe I should chill. And I'm like, no. no I, I love, love when people this send me stuff because like, I feel like you thought about me. <laughs> yeah, you thought about me when you saw this. I want to see yeah, it too. I was like, 100% of the time, like I'm laughing. I'm showing Christian. So no, 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 Brady. Keep sending them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I send my boyfriend more than I send you. <laughs> so he, he really gets it. I, I'm nice with the both of you, especially you. <laughs> that's me that's me my question I'm like santa 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 yes. like, did you see the tiktok that I sent you he's like uh which one he, <laughs> he doesn't watch them anymore like he waits until we're together to watch them because he likes to ask questions ask questions and he likes to have a reaction like a live reaction oh my God, for me <laughs> he doesn't want to have a text reaction he just wants to he do wants, it together he wants you to see it yeah he wants you to see it and he also wants to share things with me too like he'll he'll go on a tangent like oh look at this because this reminded me of this <laughs> it's so funny so are we should we stop it here are we good um no you have more questions yes okay yes <laughs> i was like wait because it's been what do you guys, what do, you guys do for self-care uh, to me it's like my what ha- get your hair done get your hair done get your hair done like that makes me feel good for sure my no, self-care I, I, said, I don't mean like that i feel soul? like to like recenter yourself Ooh. like do you take i, meditation. I what i do is i do medita- meditation sometimes i'm not really good at meditation i do it for sure before i do my tarot readings i feel like that grounds me so much but to me i love taking salt baths mm. i feel like that just cleanses you like if I'm having a bad day or if something happened that didn't go my way, I, I like doing that because I feel like it literally takes off all the bad energy inside of me and just, you know, throws it somewhere else. Yeah. I think for me, a hot bath, that always does it. I have everything that you can imagine for a cute bath. I got the bath bombs. I got the bath oh, soap. I got this I cute that. little light that flashes. Or you can have it as a solid color. Oh, I um, I've got... Sometimes I bring my little tray in there and bring my laptop. I'll set up a movie or like mm-hmm. play some music. Yes, music. I turn the lights off, get myself a little drinky drink. Usually I don't really like to like drink alcohol in there just because it's hot right. and I don't want to get too oh. dehydrated. Oh. So oh. I do, I put water in a, in a wine glass because I, I will probably like pass out if I like a, a hot, hot, hot bath, like kill me hot. So I love that. Boil the skin. But yes, I love a nice hot bath and a face mask too. Mm-hmm. To me, like also um, just doing my skincare at night, I feel yeah. like that is just something that like I've been working on and it makes me feel good. Like it just makes me feel good. Like what? My video stopped a I half an I hour ago. I did not have enough storage Same, same. Oh. My literally, my video stopped a half an hour ago, and I didn't say anything because you guys are horrible. So I guess we're not gonna have a video, guys. Oh, you guys audio podcast. We have to do something because yeah, the I have no room on my phone anymore for an hour long video. My phone's like, 
What's she doing? <laughs> iPhone was just like, you ain't got enough storage for this bitch. You better buy it. Or and right. And that is why you again. don't get iPhones and you get Samsung Galaxies. Pass. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> one day. One day, soon, one day soon. Sponsored. Samsung, look. <laughs> I still have 250 gigabytes of storage. So thank you very much. Yeah. With a thousand pictures and videos. You want to <laughs> see them? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> No, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, okay, guys. Were you hiding those videos from yes, us earlier? Yes. <laughs> All those pictures and videos. The way she had it, like her phone, dude, like this. Dude, and I'm just like, like, like did she I, for, I forget where thing? we were. We were, where were we? We went, me and Christian went somewhere, and there was a guy who's just going like this, right? And I'm like, yeah, like he must not have any sexy pics in there because he was literally just. Oh no! People that do that, I envy them. Like that's me. I'm glad you can like do that in person. That's me. I can't even like I I I can't even like give my kids my phone because I mm-hmm. literally have to be sitting there. Belle loves going on Snapchat, which I'm okay Ooh. with. Mm-hmm. You know her; she likes the filters and stuff. But like I'm in the gallery, she's like, "Can I see this?" I'm like, "What picture do you want to see? <laughs> Tell me." A specific date. Where did it come from? <laughs> like for my, if somebody's like, "Oh, let me see a picture of your kids." Wait, bitch. Like move away. Wait, like, right. Stand no, no, over there. Like, I'm gonna let you see. Like because to me, there's a difference between like my industry stuff and then my personal stuff. Like mm-hmm. my personal ones. That's my baby. Like <laughs> I felt like before, I didn't mind sharing my kids. But now that like I've become more private, I don't like sharing them as much. I don't feel like I need my kids. I don't feel like I have to share everything that they do or everything that I that they accomplish because I'm seeing it. Who else needs to see it? Nobody. Yeah. (laughs) But like the big things, yes, I get it. You know what I mean. And I also want to respect my kids' privacy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people in this world who are like weird, weird AF, and I just want to make sure that. It doesn't get to around hand. Sometimes, like I feel like I post more of my kids on Snapchat because I know that it deletes, and I know if somebody fucking saves it or something, like blocked. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Like, why exactly. are you? Why are you what screenshotting the fuck are you this shit? Like, my no, 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 no. Bye, bye. You know what I mean? But like, other than that, I feel like I'm very, very private with them now. True. Yeah. And even when I post or when I take videos with your kids, and then I always ask you guys yes. first, can I? Post and I love this? that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and that's how it should be. It should be. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, there's too many weirdos in the world. Yeah. I wouldn't post my kids and my lives cross a lot. So it's a no for me. A solid no. You won't know what they look like unless you know me. So do we have any more questions? No. All right. I guess uh, we can wrap this up then. Thank you guys so, so very much for listening. And we love you very, very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.